right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, y'all. It's your queen, Ilnana. It's your king, Mary. It's your king, BG. Now back to that third shit. You looked at me like you wanted me to talk, right? We always save the best for last. That's that bullshit because Not. I was looking to see if you was going to do it, pass do it again. to me. We're going to keep our eyes Okay. Him sulking over there. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back. You are interrupting my intro. You did the shit already. Lord, we're redoing it. Take two. My face is making you laugh. All right, all right, all right, all right, y'all. Welcome back, y'all. It's your queen, Il Nana. It's your king, BG. It's your king, Mary. And that shit had more energy because Nana sounded like she was asleep on that first. I was trying not to laugh. At you sitting in the corner sulking. I'm glad to see that your scars down now. What'd you do? Put some cocoa butter on it? I did and some vitamin E. Yeah, Don't sleep that. on that. It was here looking like vitamin one of, E. Vitamin E. One mm-hmm. of David Palmer's dancers. The guitar, the ladies of the guitar in the video. Why are you always hating Might on my hairstyles? So here we are, man. Second season. <laughs> what kind of gel is that? Yeah. I'm not telling you. Oh. Deep, deep jail. <laughs> deep, deep jail. <laughs> yes. My hair hasn't moved in two days. That's man, all you I need to know. See. Yeah, motherfucker, like it'll break it a is wall. a band. What? Yeah, so we back, y'all. Yes, Second we are. Season. season two, episode one. What's up? We done made it to two seasons. Two seasons. We did. 20. It's our twenty-first episode. 21st episode. That's what's up. Yes, we got plenty more to yes. go. We done survived sitcoms that hadn't lasted the whole. I season. think we uh got to get at least to a hundred before we even get noticed. But we're trying to move a little faster and earlier mm-hmm. to get sponsorships. Mm-hmm. So, this is I'm just throwing this out there. Mm-hmm. We need a sponsorship from Chicken Filet. Chicken Filet, we love you. And it is Chicken Filet. It's not Chick Fil A. Oh, because Mary filet. said so. No, because a lot of people call it Chicken Filet. And then, Who? And you're the few, first person I've ever heard call it Chicken Filet. It must be a Kentucky thing. Could there you be. go. It's centralized in Kentucky, <laughs> huh? That shit was kind of racist. Down why you, it started there why, in Atlanta. You, you, it's I'm not Kentucky Fried saying. Chicken started in Kentucky, but Chick Fil A started in Atlanta. It started, yes, yeah. Southside Atlanta. I used to call it Chick Fil A prior to this podcast, but See? Chicken Fil A sounds so much better. Okay, you, well, you heard Chicken Fil A from Mary, right? Yeah. Had you no. heard? I did. No, I did get it. From I did. You. You? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm a trendsetter, so fucking what? Okay, trendsetter. I mean, I chicken filet it is. All my shit. friends that listen to the podcast. You don't even see. You have everybody call it saying chicken filet now. Yeah. It's good. Okay. See, when I started, I started trends out here in the streets. You are. You are a trendsetter. And if somebody <laughs> say something to me about chick fil A, if they don't say chicken, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. You, you talking didn't about? eat what, what, I is, what is Chick-fil-A? I see it's going to be a band Chick-fil-A of brothers like today. That's what it is. Chick-fil-A it's is like churches. Swell. Uh-huh. Chick-fil-A is for us godly people. For your godly people? Okay. Us godly people, yes. Okay. Heaven sent. Heaven sent chicken. Chicken. Yeah. Facts. Okay. All employees. You don't even eat it, so you can't even be in All employees I, I eat their about fries. the disciples. Paul and Peter and everybody. They did everybody. all the interviews. Who are the other everybody. disciples? They are working in the Peter, chicken. Matthew, Daniel. Um, don't get him started. He's a deacon. You didn't know? He's a deacon. I know all of them. He is a deacon. I'm a deaconess. And congratulations on you meeting Reverend uh, Jackson this week. Oh, man, you know what? I grew up with Reverend Jackson, man. Are you grew up? Yeah, my dad. He's more than Reverend Jackson since 19. How old are you, bro? (laughs) I I don't mean I grew up with him. You said you grew up with him. That means you got to be a (laughs) bad Benjamin Button. Man. (laughs) Kiss my ass, man. (laughs) No. So what I was saying was, let me rephrase that. So I, I grew up around my father and politics. So he's been working for Reverend Jackson, working with Reverend Jackson since 1979. Okay. The year after I was born. So he started 
um, working for him, doing Rainbow Coalition, through his campaigns and stuff. Um, so, you know, they've been around for a long time. My dad, he still does his radio show every Sunday, too. Um, but oh. Rev about 70. He's in his upper 70s. Yeah, he's in his upper 70s. He's about 77, 78. He's not 80 yet, though. So okay. Jesse Jackson, just in case y'all didn't know. Reverend Jesse Reverend Lewis Jackson. Jackson. So, yeah, I hung around with his, um, his, kids. his daughters this weekend, Santita. Shout out to Santita. She has her own show, too, the Santita Jackson Show on Sirius. Um, okay. His daughter, Jackie, um, Dr. Jackie, she's a professor at Claflin, and then his wife, Miss Jackson, Jack, Jackie Jackson. She's awesome, too, by the way. She's a dope Yeah, yeah. That's big. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Real, um, restaurant, it was kind of a soft opening. We, um, you know, my dad cooked dinner and, and stuff like that for their crew and the family and a couple other people that came through Railroad Barbecue, opening up March 12th, Columbia, South Carolina. Big. Shout out my pops, KG. Black history. Yeah. yeah black history. So That's what's up. Yeah, That's was, what's up. It was pretty big. Yeah. big. This is very it's big. big. Yeah. What, you, what you been up to? Living the dream. What's, the, what's your dream? What's the dream? Trying to take over the world, one business at a time. There you go. Yeah. So how's your business going? Have you got any gigs with the kids? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet, but what you know, working the, uh, on some collaborations. The junk removal. The junk removal, we have not moved on that yet. We have to get some licensing and okay. things situated. So what you need? You need some help? Yeah. Money. Are you going to help me? Money always helps. Right. Yeah, Everybody trucks. It. Yeah. Okay. So we'll work on that. If we get some sponsorships ah. from the podcast. Yeah. Chicken filet. You're going to sponsor chicken filet. me? Hint, hint. Yeah. We'll <laughs> put chicken filet on the side of the truck. That's like, Hey, it's it is golly, what it is. Yeah, it's a golly thing. It's a golly thing. We can thing. put the cow on the truck and they say, we move. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you so corny? So we want you to tell who we got here today. We're talking about Mr. Bando like that. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell my yeah, daddy on you. BG too, Mr. Bando. It is yes. not fake. I mean, it's Brian, Mr. Bando, that was not me. Yo, no, I think you gonna hit with the fake accent. Oh my god, it's so racist, man. I love you, Mr. Bando. Oh don't my say god. it's racist because we already had somebody that was mad. Now yeah. I just did the accent. I don't want nobody mad. It's at racist, what was the word? It's what, not racist. How did you? It apologize? How did we apologize? On the boy in the chimney. As you said talking like them is not racist. Fami bunny chimmy. Fami bunny chimmy. Fami bunny chimmy. Brian actually seriously no, thinks it's an imitation. He really does think he sounds like it though. So He's not even trying to be funny. So as an impersonator, they imitate people and they imitate people all the time in different languages. Other they don't make it not But it's not though. it's not impersonation. I think for you, you actually want to sound like he's Ghanaian. Brian found out that his his roots are from Sierra Leone. Oh, and my you. goodness, ever since another then, thing about that. Though. Thank you. So I I seen um an article came out the other day about the ancestry people. Uh-huh. So guess how much of the percentage of their, when they go back and find, uh-huh. is correct. How much? 0.1%. Oh, gosh. So you're trying to tell me I'm not from Sierra Leone? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I'm telling you. just crushed his dreams. Oh, you are such a hater. 0.1%. You start off season two hey, hating you and trying to take away my dreams. You're from South Carolina. Well, <laughs> First of all, no. Originally, we from Welsh <laughs> and Jamaica by way of the Dominican Republic. Who told you that? Your daddy? My grandmother's from, she's Canadian. Oh, okay. Well, my great, great, okay. great grandfather, he's Jamaican, and my great, great grandmother's Welsh. Okay. So, yeah. Boom, son. Still don't make you sad. What'd you say? You was Siberia? Si- no, Sierra Leone. Nah, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sierra so Leone. Nigeria. 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 That's right next to Wakanda. Zamunda. Up the street yeah. from Zamunda. Yeah. Okay. So that's where you're well, from. I'm from Siberia, everybody. Okay, Siberia. Okay, you can be Sierra Leone if you want to. Okay. Why can we get? Why do you don't want them to be that? Nah, nah. 
be what, Sigerian? Yeah. What is Sigerian? No, I'm talking about what you're talking about, whatever y'all No, says. I said he can be Sierra Leonean. Yeah. Why don't you want him to be that? No, I do want him to be Sierra Leonean. Uh-huh. You mean half five, Nana? What, what is that? Season two, baby. Where's Sierra Leone. Yeah, where's uh, West Africa? Where? Okay, so he thinks he's from West Africa. Yes, we, Man, we'll we'll let him we think are he is. originally from West Africa. I thought you was from Can- Canadian. My grandpa. Well, you know, they came to Canada eventually. That's right, Plea. From by way of Canada. So they went to Jamaica. Canada before they came to the United States. The Canada was free, nigga. Oh, man. They, they were free. They weren't shipping niggas to Canada, they man. Were they were shipping these motherfuckers. When they got there. Free. To F-R-E-E. South America. That's why Brian free. has one of the non Negro names. Brian. So, first of all, Gray. my daddy gave me that name to give me a chance in life. <laughs> Facts. And he told me that. No, it was funny though. Who looked to the doctor? Though. I tell y'all for Eric, but yeah, I got a funny story back there. So, first of all, my daddy said he wanted me to have a chance in life. And not Shaquille. Thank you, Mr. Gray. That's right. Devontae. Yeah. Shit like Delvin. that. Yeah, I have. A good name. You do have a good so name. So when you get my resume, you oh Brian Gray. Yeah, Brian Gray. Yeah. Your average white name. Out. I'm straight, straight like that. Yeah. I get a job in until you come in there. Until I come in there. Let me like, uh, Sna- where's Sna- Brian Gray? Present. Right. Yeah. Nigga ain't got no facial hairs. Get this nigga out. Of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, my shit trying to grow. It is trying niggas. to grow. You ain't gonna let it grow though. Probably not. Try. It's, it's, it's trying to connect. Right now, this shit look like pubic hair. It's try- it, it, yeah. And it's trying to connect, too. It, you see it? I see look it trying to connect. Right Boy, wow. let me get some of your Rick Ross cream and try it out, nigga. Okay. Damn. Keep it hold up. I, tell I you can't see you with a beard. As, uh, what's that shit we used to use back in the day? Eating kit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That don't work. Uh, <sighs> that's a myth. May, may, uh, How are we starting for something to like this? Mane and tail. tail. The mm. horse hair stuff. We used to put that shit on our face. I used to wash really? my hair with that stuff. You still my, wash your hair? You ain't no, using it no I stopped more, using huh? it. Yeah, you look probably at gonna, it. You probably going to need some of that to get some of that gel out your hair. Get some edges, I use Mazzani. Thank you very much. Oh, you got edges, though. I do have edges. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't insult me. Yeah, you I have edges. edges. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I you have edges. You had your eyebrows done, too? Yeah. She had her this weekend. for season two. Man, she came. She got on a motherfucking blouse. Sheer blouse. But you done brought that bag. A blouse. She brought it. She got a blouse. A blouse. A little shit. A sheer blouse with shoulder pads. She look like Larry Louise. Oh my God. Don't hand on my shoulder pads. Oh gosh. I can't breathe. Anyway, we have a very special guest in the building today. Yes, I did say special, Brian. Yes. Uh, hey, we sure. we have Mr. Jerry White. Hey, what's up? Hey. He's laughing already. You see this? Try, I was trying to hold it in so nobody. He's definitely. Jerry, you do have a white name. No, Jerry you get a lot of I do. You get a lot of interviews. And that's all I was about to say. Yeah. Like, they look at me and they're like, Jerry White? You're like, present? <laughs> That's, That's me. me. Like, God, Your parents was trying to give you a chance. <laughs> right. My parents what? Chance. They was like, nigga, you going to be. Well, they knew you were going to pave your own way. Is that what it was? That's what it was. So what did your parents know? My, I'm a queen. I'm a queen. Okay. Yeah. Well, she Period. got a pass. She's from Africa. So. For real, though. I mean, when she. <laughs> she's from Africa. What's her pass? No, I mean, they're not going to really question her on her name too much because she's in African descent. 
But on, it don't say that on the fucking uh, It doesn't, but my name is definitely not yeah. American. On the application it says African now? I haven't put oh. the application in years. No, I'm saying so when they see her name. When they see my name, automatically, uh-huh. yeah. They be saying Nana. They call you, they call you Nana. 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 Yeah. Nana. I figured it. Nah, they Nana. Figured some old girl. Or Nene. Girl. Mm-hmm. They be like, how do you pronounce this? Nene. I'm like, you tried it. Aquia. Aqua. Did I say that right? Banda. Like, you didn't. It's okay. I'm present. That's all you need to know. So how do you know Jerry? Jerry is one of us Nana's guests, Queen's guests. Yes, Jerry and I go way back. Yes. Um, in our from our days of AT and T slash Yellow Pages. Yo, I, I got a question too. Let me Did interfere, you just interrupt you? How come every time she brings a guest, she used to work with him? Remember, I've met a lot of Jerry. The jeans was fancy at American <laughs> Eagle. Or was it Express? It was Express. Express. Okay. Never. Go ahead. Finish, well, because I meet a lot Jerry. of dope people, and I'm a, such a great person that I keep my connections Sorry, over the years. Thank you very much. I apologize. <laughs> I used to be a drug dealer, so I don't want to bring none of my guys on. So uh, oh. those are my friends. Oh, fuck that. So. Bring them on, narcos. I'm interested. I want to talk about the dope game. Uh, hey, we need. Hey. Can I, I go back a, to introducing Jerry, please? Yeah, it could Jerry. be a sponsor. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. I don't want that. Hey. Shit, Jerry, you own something there, Jerry. You own something. We want to fucking sponsor. Shout out to our sponsor, Loud. Gas. Gas. Gas for days. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Jerry. Yes, Jerry and I go way back. And Jerry has started a movement called Serenity Today. Yes. Right? And it's all about men and mental health and acknowledging men's emotions. I'm going to let you get right into it. So you have a page on on Instagram and Mm -hmm. Facebook, I believe, right? Yep. And And website. And website, website. yes. And you definitely push black love and Mm -hmm. black um, acknowledging black mental health, black men's mental health, stability of the black family. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to let you go ahead and speak into it. Yeah, I mean, with Serenity Today, spelled S-I-R-E-N-I-T-Y, today, we basically focus on bringing the mental health or focusing on um, helping the mental health of black men. Mm -hmm. So we focus on a lot of certain things that pertain to the imagery of black men, as well as hidden target information that people need to discuss more in the black community from Mm -hmm. PTSD that we deal with sometimes to the bipolar disorders to things that that we, I guess you could say, we we cope with our own selves at the same time. We don't really try to speak about it too Mm -hmm. much, but we need to because I feel like even though we could talk about like school shootings and things of that matter, it's the reason why a lot of us, if we step on each other's shoe or if we come to a, a collision with each other face to face, it's like it's the automatic explosion between our communities sometimes. And those are the things that we just have to get out more when it's said and done. All right, good. Well, how did you get started? What, what prompted you to start this movement? Well, with it probably about two years ago, like I was going through a couple of things myself when it goes down to it and just depressed and trying to find more information for myself. And I just realized that a lot of the information that I would find was more pertaining to like women. And then if it did did deal with black people, it dealt with black women. Mm -hmm. So it was like more than likely if no, if I can't find it from anyone else, then I should create it myself at that Mm -hmm. point. But the funny thing is, the more I got myself engulfed into it and actually started looking up information and finding more imagery and looking to better, I guess you could say, understand myself, I started to find more groups that actually helped out Mm -hmm. and did these things as well in the black community. So it helped me to connect with more people as well from there. That's awesome. So I got a quick question. What's up? Your question, I never quit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Now, so how... What all do you cover as far as like what do black men mostly suffer from? 
I think most of us suffer from um, childhood situations that we either hold back on and do not deal with or when it comes down to it or even just I guess you could say the suck it up mentality like a lot of us when it comes down to it we deal with situations where we can try to run around and keep doing things but it's more like if you are hurt emotionally it's like suck it up you're a man right. keep on going don't cry there you yeah. go don't right. cry go do some do push some. Yeah. exactly so what's yeah. funny though is Beth is though like I've never cried in front of my wife mm. Mm. we've been together for th- I've never cried in front of pretty much nobody mm. maybe one person might have seen me cry Shout out to Tiffany. But other than that, I've never cried. It's my wow. people's. But I think that story is a lot of us. Like, yeah. I think when it comes down to it, like, we, we've we never been capable or been known to show sadness. And if we did, it came out of anger. Or so, a funeral. Or a funeral. Yeah. There you go. So, like, I've those cried the at a funeral. Both my mom's passed. Man, didn't cry. I have. I'm going to be well, honest with you. My, my recent time, and I've had my grandmother, my grandfather, like relatives, things of that matter that's passed away. My first time really, really crying at a funeral was literally last year. And it was due to the fact that my little cousin had committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the cases where I looked at him as a little brother and I couldn't hold that back right, right when it yeah. comes down to it. Well, right. And that was one of the cases where you see the situations firsthand where you hear that black men are committing suicide. And in my head, I'll be real with you. I really thought like, man, this is, to be truthfully honest, like a white person situation. Mm. Like we're not really until doing these home. things until yeah. it hit home. And then, wow. it, and I think like, that's the problem with the community, the black community in the first place is like, we don't believe shit's real until it hits until home. It hits mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you talk about, you go back to talking about black men, we've all we've always had to show a sense a sense of strength. Mm-hmm. And that goes back generations. Oh yeah. yeah but you know the new thing now is not oh you ain't a real man if you don't cry. If you don't cry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make that make sense to me. Yeah. Exactly. I think like I, I always think it's a balance for me personally. Even today, mm-hmm. like I like crazy enough to say I was at a place like last week and I almost while on a panel ended up crying because I was talking about my cousin at the time. Mm-hmm. And I literally felt myself just and go straight to it like nothing had had happened again. Mm. And and I had to like kind of think of it afterwards. But I think sometimes like you have to allow yourself like the best analogy I can give it crazy enough to say. But if you ever seen the cartoon Inside Out, where basically it's it's, um, a girl who Uh basically all of her emotions are inside of her body. But Uh it's sad, happiness, joy, whatever. There you go. But they kept on trying to push sadness to the side. Uh And like. The whole time they kept on pushing sadness to the side and kept on trying to make anger show up, happiness show up, and everything else. The one person who made her capable of rethinking and be able to clearly think about what she needed to do next was sadness. Was, was sadness. And it was when she basically allowed herself to be engulfed with those that emotion of letting herself cry and basically just being able to be like, this is how I feel. This is what it was like that. A release. Yeah. release. Yeah, I cried this before, just not in front of not nobody. in front of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm one of those. I'm in the closet. I, cry. Yeah, I think in, in recent, <laughs> in recent Car, years yeah, for me, yeah. Um, yeah. recent years for me, I you know it'll. I could probably cry. I can cry in front of people. I know now. It just depends on the situation. But you know, previously I. I was like, you know, I'm like you, you know, hold that shit in, man. I ain't about to cry in front of y'all, man. It's right, like some right. punk shit. Yeah. So yeah, you you don't. But now, you know, it's just learning how to deal with your emotions. Like Charlemagne the God said one time, I listened to him a couple of weeks ago, saying his therapist all his therapist always tells him it's okay to feel your feelings. Mm-hmm. 
Which is true mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, To me I it feel is. like it is But it don't so, mean I got crying in front of you That's I mean, what I tell yeah. my wife well, It don't mean I got crying in front of you baby I but still love you, you but well, what's the, So what's the reason to hold, What's holding in You holding it in So I'm you just, get let's uh, not go cry in. later I think sometimes It's just it's like, like It's just like You go car in the car No Not really <laughs> he didn't catch it. He didn't catch the boomerang. What, what you say? It's the boomerang. You gonna cry the car? Uh, now, <laughs> now, I don't know. I, I, it's just like certain times that it hits me. I don't know. It's weird. I guess it's just. I guess. Yeah, it's just listen. I was routine. watching. What the fuck was I watching last week? I've cried I off started, movies before. I started Bruh. getting ready to share tears. Catch oh, up. the COVID memorial. Oh my huh. god, man! I cried. I was hit by myself. <laughs> But boy, I know I shed some tears like three or four times. You want to know what does it for me now? Like movies that deal with dads and their daughters. Like anytime mm-hmm. now. Like I definitely we, cried off the Medea movie, the daddy and daughter movie. What did it for me was was Creed 2. And at the I time, that shit. like Creed 2, it's a situation. Well, basically, when it comes down to it, um, my wife was pregnant at the time. She was probably like six months pregnant with our own daughter. And then you talk about with Creed 2, um, Michael B. Jordan and Good Grief. Um, Thompson, I forget her name, mm-hmm. but they ended up having their daughter. Daughter ended up being deaf, just like his wife was. But then he has a time period where she leaves, and he has to take care of her. And to watch that father daughter moment of them mm-hmm. trying to like figure each other out, she's crying. And he can't figure it out. And he's taking her to the gym, and, and it gets emotional. Bro, I was sitting in that 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 movie theater, (laughs) and I I saw my wife literally like she's a stern woman too, and I saw her tearing up, and I saw her just literally like slap her leg real quick, and then looked over at me, and I'm sitting there like, don't you do it, don't touch me, don't don't frog in your throat, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. why come every time black dudes cry when they don't want to cry, they look up in the air. What's up in the air? I don't know, but it works. It works. Telling God to stop them. Like God, please stop me from crying. Please, I don't want nobody to see me crying. But you know, when it comes to black men and holding back your tears. How does that also translate into black men raising black other black men and passing that along? But I think that that's the the problem. I think now we're coming into a generation where what I would like to say is that you had a generation where you had to, I guess you could say, fight the power and all of this to that matter to the point you're now seeing the generation where we're we're majorly or a good percentage of us is capable of being in a middle class mm-hmm. where we don't have to worry about a struggle. Mm-hmm. We're actually worrying about like the education, the developments, things of that matter that's afterwards. Like the generation that most times raised us was the generation that had to like, you got too many kids. Mm-hmm. To, yeah, you, yeah. Like, like, you like ain't like got time. Franchise. One yeah. generation away from slavery. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Think like, about that like. Yeah. We, you know, you're right because we went through, uh, we've been through hard times. I mean, mm-hmm. we the hard times now, people can definitely can't say they went through hard times mm-hmm. like the hard times of going through slavery, right. going through Jim Crow and segregation. Segregation, yeah. That's and, rough. You, yeah, I had, so you I had, had to be tough. See, I wouldn't say that because they're, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying that their struggle is just different. That, you're saying it's not different. saying that they're not struggling because you got to think about kids. These kids is committing suicide. Mm-hmm. So what? Where's the struggle? But there I think it has to be a struggle somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, a disconnection somewhere yeah, to where these kids is getting depressed so easily. They get they committing suicide easily. Well, it's a bunch of different. They committing crimes more easily. So now I think about it, you have to go. There's a bunch of different factors. Right now, I think probably one of the 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 one of the main factors for children. Committing suicide probably is bullying. Mm-hmm. I would say personally, I wouldn't even say bullying. I like even though people try to put the blame on bullies, I don't put the blame. So on So you bullies. feel like they have bullies are going to happen. Bullies are at your job so right you, now. So mm-hmm. you're saying it's basically you, so 
you're probably looking at it as okay, they're it's some other stuff thing. going self thing going it's on with them. Maybe they don't like themselves. Thing. Like you cannot. It's it's the same way if anybody looked at life. Like you cannot blame how your life is going on because of somebody else is doing. Mm-hmm. You are always in control of your own life. Mm-hmm. So if you allow yourself to be engulfed by something else somebody else is saying, you're allowing but somebody to But how do you tell it engulfed. to a, a kid? You have to because this is the thing. Like self-love has to be talked about. The thing is is that I think a lot of us is being integrated into a society that we was not supposed to be integrated in as of yet. So when it comes down to it, you do not understand yourself more. And I think a lot of times we're seeing a society where Social media has pushed you into a place where you see somebody who's 22, you're 22, but they're making a hundred thousand dollars. Or they say they're making a hundred. Or they say they're making a hundred thousand dollars. That's right. Mm-hmm. You, or they say they're driving. But you a particular can't see the type. background. Their background. There you go. Exactly. But that's the thing. The that's perception of life thing. is what you take in. Mm-hmm. And then I think a lot of times they look mm-hmm. at it and it's like, man, I should be where they are. Mm-hmm. No, your story is your we story. We all do it. Everybody we all does do it. We all do it. But it's about how you take it in. Because I know I've done it. I've looked at it. But sometimes for some people, it encourages you and it drives you to. Do better, mm-hmm. and some people, some people it puts you down into yep. a hole. You were absolutely and, right about that. that the pressure. There you yeah. go. So, like in in a lot of cases, when we do see kids, I think that is the case as well. And then you start seeing that they're not understanding themselves to the point they're not getting the information to understand their own power and their own. So their they're own not loving movement. themselves. Yeah. 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 So give me five five ways, if you know any, five mm-hmm. ways of how to tell a child. To how to teach a child to love themselves. I think the best way for me personally is always speak affirmations into your kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even with my daughter now who's nine months, I'll, I'll look her in the eyes and one say, I love you. Like, right. I think yeah. I love you. Yes. I've seen I love you. The, those three words Makes change somebody's face because they never heard them before. Mm. So just saying I mm. love you, I think mm. does a lot more to people than they really realize. Mm-hmm. Also, when it comes to it, like affirmations, speaking affirmations to your kids, telling them that they're beautiful, that they're smart, mm-hmm. they're intelligent, you're a queen, mm-hmm. you're, a queen you're a king. Good. All of these things help mm-hmm. out as well. Sometimes I think also it's just understanding like how to work a little bit harder, like being able to be accountable for what you want your to actually success. be put in place yeah. and just be able to work and get something that you're looking for rather mm-hmm. than thinking that it's supposed to be given to you. Mm-hmm. Um, if it goes to two more, mm, I'll have to actually think on that. Give me a second for that. Okay. But I think those, those are good. Those yeah. are, good. Those are very I, I good. I definitely understand love. For somebody who hasn't heard the word love of Bruh. how much you mm-hmm. love them or, yeah. you know, that you love it, it's kind of hard when they become adults to mm-hmm. accept love. You know yeah. what's the weirdest shit though? Like I just start saying that to my, to my dad, my mom, mm. brothers, everybody pretty much. Within yep. the last five years, yeah. just because I, I've, I've learned that I have to break that generational curse. Yes. Growing up, nobody talked about this on one of our other podcasts. I can't remember me, my mom telling me and my sister that she loved me. I like, ever. My, my, my dad, dad. mom loves me. My dad says it now. Like, yeah. When he ends a phone call, all right, bro, love, love you, brother. Right. And it's like he ends a call. Yeah. Right. My, my, da- my grandmother does it every time you end a call with her. My dad, uh, the, the first time that he actually remembered that his his mom told him I love him or she told him I love you was literally before she passed away. Wow. Like the night before she passed away was the time that she said I love you. And like other than that, he could not remember that. Now my parents on the other end, that there was that generational break where my parents mm-hmm. had told me that all day. But just like with some cases, my dad has 12, well, 11 siblings. Mm-hmm. So when it's said and done, some of them took the understanding of right. what they was right. raised with. Some of them didn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Whatever, how they was raised was how they raised their kids. Mm-hmm. My my dad was the person who was like, 
this is what my parents did, but I wish they did this, so I'm going to do this for my child. Yeah. So, like, when it comes it. down to some of my cousins, kid you not, I've had a sister, like, she's like my sister, but I've had a, um, a little cousin, when it comes down to it, when she was in her teens, ruthless. Like, I would not wish any girl to see her <laughs> on the street, I promise you, at her age. Um, and when it came down to it, it was a time period where I, I stopped her from having a situation with her stepfather at, uh, when it came down to it. And I told her, I was like, nah, come with me. I was like, I pulled her to my car. Whole situation came out. She sits down there, starts telling me about her whole like whole situation at home, which I'm not going to get into. But when it came down to it, I said, I asked her, I said, when is the last time your mom tell you I love you? And I watched this girl who... I kid you not, <laughs> as stern as ever, I watched her cry and break, like break. And mm. it came down mm. to her just going in, just, I was like, what? So at that point, I told her, I was like, I love you. Like, I want you to know personally, I love you. Yeah. We was probably like, I was probably like 21. She was probably 17, 18 at that time. And told her I love her. And I told it's her important. once she goes inside, I was like, I want you to tell, tell your, your mom. mom. And there you Start. go. Start. Start it. Start like, that's it. it. So, like, even with her kids, she's that way at this uh -huh. point. Yeah. So, she, yeah. you'll hear her you tell her all the you time. You started her off on a path. If, if, you know what? If she, you haven't heard her say it, you start telling her. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. I think another thing. Yep. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say it's very important. You made some very good uh, points about mm -hmm. speaking the words of affirmation. And the word I love you, I never heard in my household. Mm -hmm. And the first time my mom said it, I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I felt it was weird. I was like, OK, well, thanks. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to respond back it to. It makes that. you uncomfortable. It makes you very yeah. uncomfortable because we know I knew my parents loved me, obviously, mm -hmm. but I never heard that. And so in the sense, I was very stoic in all my relationships or situations. I never exchanged the word I love you. So I have 49 of them niggas. You I'm about to whoop you. I'm going to whoop you. I think it's a point five. She fucked a midget. <laughs> a small person. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought it was an amputee. It was an amputee. I thought it was an amputee. Jerry, I am so disappointed in you. How would that have sex with a midget? How was the amputee? Oh, was this a little his wig? Oh, shit. You. Never mind. But I'm just sorry. Saying, I should have said that. Think if his dick was the size oh of his leg. Oh, my leg, God. That'd be fucked up. With him. Ooh, I don't even want to think about it. So, would you, would you have sex with a small person? Yeah, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm That's just really awkward. Would you, Brian? Yup. Oh, you? my God. Jerry? Huh? Would you have sex with a small person? Nah, not at all. It's something about me that's driving me crazy. What the hell is wrong with you? I think it's a pedophile. I don't know. That's why I don't like having, like, what? Back in my day, I didn't like having sex with women who didn't have uh, hair in her. Oh my God. Bruh, it makes you feel hey, like I feel the same way. I'll be real. I know. Like, I was telling the story, and then how do we end up on. You have to. It's my rabbit hole. Get, Come on. Get out of that rabbit hole. Get out of that rabbit hole. Jerry, you just got sucked into the rabbit hole. I'm going out. I really didn't want to share my little my midget fantasy with you. You just did. You just did. You just did. You came down that rabbit hole. You just did. I will never look at you the same again. This. Like, start this over. Start like this small over. people. He had a small people. And he done a couple I, of them. You, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm gonna act on it, but something about midges. I, I just like the little. Walk. Most people are afraid of midges. Now he like the little bullet walking. They be walking. You ever seen a midget try to get up in a chair? It's weird for the second season. <laughs> this is that's like a little kid. Weird flex. Bro, man, man. They are grown ass people. Man, that's like a little kid uh, trying to get up in a chair. Nigga. Wobbling to have get, up get up in a chair. And you don't have facial hair. So now I'm really. <laughs> 
No man. I need you to get up off me about this face. Hey, first of all, it's just like a pedophile. You have a pedophile's face. So I mean, what? for real, bro. So do you trust me now? Because you say you don't trust. Yeah, you get a little mustache. You say you don't. I trust usually dudes don't trust without. people. Yeah, I always trust you. We go back ten years, so I trust you, no doubt. But, but if you saw him on the street, would you trust not him? Not at all. <laughs> not at all. That yeah. nigga's a criminal. He's a pedophile. He, he likes midgets. And you know what? And I thought this shit was gonna pussy. turn into <laughs> a manager. Hell no! Oh, no. Dog <laughs> face, Two niggas. We bring another nigga here with you a beard. Ooh, you said you wanted with to be with a midget. We bring another nigga <laughs> that was with a beard. And now, if the table turned on me, I don't give a fuck. Something about midgets. That's cool. Bro, that's right. Live your truth and your shit. I like long nappy cootie hair. I don't. Uh, I just need it to be trim. I don't. I don't need you to. I just Oof. need it to be nice. <laughs> I like a seventies porn. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Can we go back <laughs> to the story, yeah. please? Yeah. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm back out of the rabbit hole. I just want to Jerry. Sometimes this shit happens. We, we go, go there rabbit holes. They go there rabbit holes. Hey, they, they, they go there rabbit holes all the time. No, so no, 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 no. It's a I, Mary. Okay. So I'm going to bring it back. Uh, bring it back. Yeah. Those yeah. Those so anyway, you were mentioning the words of affirmation. Yeah. And one thing my mother does every day, mm-hmm. she sends her inspirational messages. Mm-hmm. And then every time I call her, her she answers, good morning or good afternoon, great woman of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like she always encourages mm. me. You're blessed. You're, you're, you know, you're yep. victorious. That's how she starts the conversation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is encouraging and speaking words about it is yeah. very big. It is. it is because you, you know, you walk away feeling like I'm, you know, I, a little I, bit I, I'm, yes, worthy. I am worthy. You know what I'm yeah, saying? My mother right. always told me this. She was like, you are a prize. Mm-hmm. Don't ever let anybody tell <laughs> you what you're worth. I'm going to kick you in your chin. What happened? You said bullshit. No, I coughed. You coughed, okay. I got coughed. He really you did got, cough. You got, you got, I got the got coronavirus. Got coronavirus. <laughs> you got oh, coronavirus. Bless, when you need you. to go outside. Bless you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Anyway, but yeah, it, you know, you you have to speak, especially for young yeah. women, and and now especially for young men, because we I think mm-hmm. the focus has always been on making sure that the men are strong and that you're not vulnerable and that you're mm-hmm. not weak, and so you have a you had a generation of men who didn't know how to. Give emotionally so themselves. They were emotionally, un, you know what I'm saying, yeah. emotionally unstable. bankrupt and unstable. Mm-hmm. So it's very good to be able to. I mean, I, was I don't. Going, there's nothing wrong with seeing a man that. cry. Now yeah, you yeah, can't be a crybaby all the fucking time. Exactly, that, I was too. That, I now I would agree with that. I, I I couldn't see like dudes just tearing up over every situation. Right, because like, you're you have sitting an argument, in traffic. Like, like, are you fucking mm, serious? You got a flat tire. You're crying. You ran out of gas. You're crying. Like, are you fucking serious? I mean. I would, yeah, I would probably. Is that say too much? That That's too much. I mean, so you crying because you're in traffic. What's the balance? The balance is, I don't want to cry in traffic. I don't cry because I'm sitting in traffic. I don't cry because I got you, a flat you tire. You cry because you got shit and you can't make it. Can't make it. I'm on the pull to the side of the road. No, but I would, I, yeah. that might I, be a reason to cry. Yeah, though. I felt like that before. We had but shit. Then, yeah, but then I would go in the bush or some shit. Oh, how do you wipe? Shirt with his drawers, he would take them off, wipe, draws, and throw them, in, throw them in. One the time tree. I did drawers, one time I did. I had my partner had like a couple of bandanas because I should have. This is funny, but it's up there. My hoe, oh my god, was walking up Stone Mountain. You and your hoe, what'd you say? No, he Homes. said, Oh, he did not say anything about hoes. <laughs> I was like, What? Okay, we were walking up Stone Mountain, and oh. I just I apologize, I hoes for nana. So I was thinking, like, Okay, let me eat something. I was gonna be a long walk, so I ate some fucking Wendy's. Mm, I would eat fuck Julia your bacon cheeseburger, some that fries. That shit hit you right around mile marker three, huh? Before I get right before you get to the green thing, 
right there. <laughs> and worked it down at that went point. Straight, straight over to that bush. They gave me their bandanas. Oh shit! I went over to the so bush. You, shit so you took they called me about three or four. They called me the uh, what is it, Boo Boo the Bear? So, <laughs> let me ask you a question. So you took like three or four niggas sweaty ass bandanas. <laughs> wipe your ass. ass. So you wipe your ass with some other niggas' DNA. It's better than wiping it with nothing. And nigga, walking I'd, down with muddy butt. Nigga, I'd have took them I'm draw. I'd have wiped them shit. My draw. I'd have just free balled it back down the mountain. That's draw. nasty. Huh? What's nasty? Now, you shit it earlier that was stank. Really, Brian? Wow. Really? Hey, shit. Shit gets real. Really? It oh, did, okay. It's like we're telling the truth. Oh, now. you guys yeah, now please. Okay, yeah. now you're being a little facetious. I mean, that was too, but this is definitely like. That is was, being a bad. bit. First of all, so, why? How dare you? We have to light Brian. incense. Incense is burning right now as we speak. And before, that's why it's so smoky in here. Before she uh, went in there, she. Oh, shit. I'll be back, guys. <laughs> I hope y'all don't believe anything that comes so, out of their mouth. Yeah. So I got a question of what's up? PTSD. Who? What the hell? What is it? it, You said PTSD? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you said BTS. I was like, like, what? What I mean, post-traumatic stress disorder when it comes down. I I know I was saying it right. (laughs) So like (laughs) I know a lot of black people deal Uh with that, right? A lot of black young men deal with that just growing up in the neighborhoods. Yeah. Seeing people get friend and get killed and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you deal with it as an adult? As an adult, how do you like like teach a child? You I know think, what I'm saying? Or like guide a child not to have to or deal even deal with that yeah. type of situation. Because you have no control over it happening, right? Yeah. And I think like certain things like that, I think you you truly just have to be able to talk to somebody and mm-hmm. being able to. And I think a lot of times that's the problem with our community is that we just shut down. Um, in some circumstances where we dealing with it on the norm, like on a on a on a basis that shouldn't be normal, but it's come normalized within our communities, and we see it all the time, even on the news, to even just in certain surroundings. And I think just being able to discuss it, like it's certain things that I do feel people have to go to a therapist for. Mm. Like if you went through, let's say, even if it's a domestic violence case, or you saw your parents fighting in situations mm-hmm. to that matter, mm-hmm. or you grew up in a neighborhood where it was gang related and you saw shootings and killings, like it's certain things your mind is not supposed to be able to comprehend yeah. because it's not natural. Like when it's just said and done, that's the reason why even with people who go into the military and you see somebody, yeah, you in the military and you know that you may go to war, but for you to see somebody get their head blown off is not natural like mm-hmm. it, it just would not allow you to to figure out the reason why this would occur but if you're dealing with somebody who's seen that on a daily basis in their own neighborhood that's even a, a more worse I think worse situation that has to be discussed and has to be in a, a comfort or a safe zone where you can be able to discuss that out of everything like yeah. I don't think it's just the way you can um, I guess you could say just be able to do little things and be like, okay, you just get over it. No, nah, that, is, that is something right. that's going to take time right. and time and right. just understand that it may be something that you do on a regular basis to allow yourself to, to be able to keep moving throughout your daily life. Yeah, I think it is a stigma around black men going to therapy. I know I started going to therapy maybe about two years ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, I think that was a forbidden fruit. Mm-hmm. For a it black man is. to go through it is. It's, it's opening up a little bit more, but it yeah. still is. So I mean, I, at some point, I was just like, okay, I got to do something. Yeah, this shit ain't normal. Some mm-hmm. going face on. Her, nigga. Yeah. don't get depressed. He gonna look at the therapist's notes and go say, "Grow a beard." What? 
Go up there, meet a midget. Go up there, meet a midget. Brian, we were trying to kill that midget thing, and you brought it back to life. Jesus. But yeah, man, so... um. You know, I I don't know. Like, so when you when you come in contact with me and um, damn, I shouldn't say you come in contact with me. Pause, pause. But when you come in contact with young men or you know even men your age or older mm-hmm. that you know they don't know what avenue to take in order to get help and mm-hmm. they come to you, um, how do they you know you when I say suggesting therapy mm-hmm. like how what's the normal reaction? For, for most men when you suggest, hey, you know what? This is bigger than having a conversation mm-hmm. with me. You need think, to go see somebody. Yeah, I think a lot of times, like, they may take it into just consideration at some mm-hmm. points. But I think um, I always say, like, Andre 3000 put it the best in, like, one of his songs. But speeches only reaches those who already know about it. This is how we mm-hmm. go about it. Mm-hmm. But no, that name from Atlanta. <laughs> exactly. It comes it comes Atlanta. <laughs> But what it said it that I think sometimes change only comes when you when you're ready for change to come. Now she over here talking about ATM. <laughs> I, like, I, I tried to overlook it. I was like, ATM. I was trying to do that. Jerry. He over here. Jerry. Oh. I was like, you win. You win. Now you win. You win. You from ATM. ATM, Shawty. She liked. Whatever. I have. I've been here 30 years. Okay. 30 years, 48 bikes. 48 bikes. Now go ahead, go ahead and fix what you said, man. I but, nah, I, um, Good forgot where we was, huh? But yeah, but people like change isn't going to occur until somebody's ready for change. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you can tell somebody they can go to therapy or meet a therapist or anything to that matter. And until they're ready for it, they're they're not going to make that move. And Thanks. I think that's the the biggest case. But sometimes just being a different outlet for people mm-hmm. to just be able to speak on it. Gives them the opportunity. Like crazy enough to say, like I'm wearing a shirt that says AOD, but it's a it's a group that I'm with called Art of Depression. Mm-hmm. And honestly, um, they actually have something else that they talk like it's a, a group of black men that actually discuss uh problems and situations throughout their life on Wednesday as well at nine o'clock, where you can be able oh, so to, you missed it tonight. Hey, is it in person? It's all no, nah, it's actually a Zoom thing. It's actually oh, a conversation oh, that happens. Say that again. Yeah, we need that information. AOD Village, yeah. yeah. Say but, that again. AODVillage.com. Dot com. So they actually do a conference call where men can count, black men can actually That's call dope. in and actually I, have a discussion with that. each other. Yeah. So, because um, back just home, just looking for friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, back home, you my home. Um, <laughs> I think you guys just well, woke up. You, you know, didn't know what before happened. I, before I moved here, though, I um I started volunteering with the American um uh, Suicide Prevention. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, of course, I moved here, so I was only able to you know volunteer and work with them for about three or four months with some different things they have going on. But mm-hmm. um, that's pretty dope too, man. Yeah. But the only the crazy thing about that, especially at night when you know you have to man that suicide prevention line and people call in, and they you know they're talking about committing suicide, mm-hmm. which is it's it's, scary. it's the scariest thing. Because you literally know you're on the life on the line. You're their lifeline at that time, that point to talk them into, hey, you need to go to the hospital. Um, Talk them off the ledge. And then get them off that ledge, man, from almost committing suicide. So, But I say um, like this, like most times, like I know it's time periods where somebody can call a suicide prevention and let's say afterwards, hopefully they don't, but they can commit suicide after calling mm-hmm. in. But I always feel this way. If somebody took the time to actually call in, they mm-hmm. want to they hear want that to word to make them stop. They want that change. It's like, it's like that yeah. person waiting mm-hmm. on the ledge. Yeah. And it's like, if you was going to jump, you, you would have been to jump. You would have like, thought about yeah. it. To put it, just plain and simple, like yeah. what yeah. is said and done. Mm-hmm. And I know I like, 
even for myself, like I, I'm looking at that um, in a simple way when when shouldn't be uh, when it comes down to it. But I think that's the truth. Somebody who wants to die and has already just thought that the mm-hmm. next move is the next move that need to take, they're automatically just going to take that move. But somebody who really wants to just be saved and just mm-hmm. needs that that little piece of inspiration, I faith, and hope mm-hmm. that I love you, like they're calling to hear that and just understanding that it's something more valuable than yeah. what they see right now in their life. And I think that's the problem that a lot of people need to understand. Like I always say, even when it comes to my cousin, I think sometimes you look at situations and your life circumstances seem like this is never going to change. Right. And it's certain stories like when I look at, let's say, Tyler Perry's story, mm-hmm. and he talks about how he bought um, the the Fort studio, McPherson. yeah, Fort McPherson, mm-hmm. in the studio, and it's off of Sylvan Road and all of this to that matter. And I said, you cannot paint a better story than this right here. Mm-hmm. I was like, who would have thought that you would have been homeless on Sylvan Road, which is literally perpendicular to Lee Street or the Fort McPherson, mm-hmm. where you have bought now the largest studio mm-hmm. in the nation, if mm-hmm. not one in the world at this point, mm-hmm. and you literally was homeless in a car. <laughs> literally like right down the street. Yeah. I have a block away at this point. Right. And I like, those are the things that you have to understand is that life just had, like life has its mountains, but it has has its valleys, but understand that you have mountains that come back as well. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people need to hear those stories mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But do you think social media has definitely played a part in definitely the rise? Definitely, so, for sure. Yeah. Like the one I thing that, yes. that I was going to say for like kids that, that I truly think, and, and I've noticed it even for myself, is like, don't get me wrong. I like my 10% of ratchetness where you just get the crazy stories. Mm-hmm. Like, hell no, nah, like this motherfucker, like whatever. Shame like room. everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's when we get all our news from there. there. Shame room. See? <laughs> but I mean, it's some of those situation like you like that that 10% where you can have it but you can't let that 10% be turn to 90% 90%. so like find some people that like I started find people there you go so find some people that inspire you Find some find yep. some people that that encourage you. Mm-hmm. Follow some pages that have words of affirmation on them and things that matter. Follow those. your time or something else. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. like volunteer work, mentor, yeah. or something so. like that, or yeah. look, mm-hmm. seeking to, um, for mentor and put your so you can have an opportunity mm-hmm. to put your damn phone down. Yep. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, I, and f- social media can become addictive. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, I was on Facebook. This was before Instagram. It was because it was an opportunity for you to be able to keep up with everybody that you're not in constant contact with or in constant communication with. And it gives you an opportunity to also play out your life to people or see them play out their life. But then you realize that it also has it has its pros and its cons. Mm -hmm. The cons are that you're inundated with all this information Mm -hmm. and you don't realize how much impacts you until you start to see your mood change depending on what you're seeing. And it's kind of like watching the news where I Mm -hmm. stopped watching the news. I've been, Mm -hmm. I ain't watched the news in like 15 years. Yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah. I don't know. It changes your Mm -hmm. mood. I've been trying to get my wife on waking up in the morning instead of going straight to Facebook and Instagram. Yes, man. Yeah. Meditate. Yeah. Listen to mm. Joe Olsen. Listen yeah. to something. Or just wake something. up and just lay there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't wake up later and roll over to look at your, your social media page. Yeah. 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 And I, I find myself doing that sometimes, but I also find, I put my phone on silent at night. Mm-hmm. So sometimes yeah. I roll over and I'll see a whole bunch of messages and stuff and start engaging in start conversation. Trying to go through them. And yeah. I have to stop myself. And like yeah. this morning for the past week, I've started to go back to meditating. Mm-hmm. I used to have an app on my phone where, you know, it was, 10 minutes of just sounds and, sounds and just yeah. thinking and breathing yeah. mm-hmm. and controlling and setting the tone for the rest of your day yeah. because your first mm-hmm. thoughts and what you encounter is most likely 90% yeah. of how your and day is going to go. Yeah. Even the music. Even the like music. Now I get up, I, you know, That's I'm me. A, I used to be a mm-hmm. DJ, so I get up and you, I used to get up and listen to you know my ratchet shit, my yeah. hood shit. Yeah. First thing I listen to every morning. 
Mm-hmm. Every time, Kanye West. Yeah, you got. I'm on it real week. tough. Like in the mornings. Every morning, I'm, I'm, I listen I'm to the so, whole. And then I got the Sunday show. service. Today show bro, I have morning. a I have a best of Kanye West playlist that people look at me and they're like, "Wait," I was like, "Bruh." I was like, I don't care what happens in this poli- like the political world with him. He's an entertainer. To yes. me. I don't look yes. for him for and po- he's pro- like politics. Yeah, Plus, and he's motivational. He's very motivational, and like I tell people, like I've been a- like I said, I've been around a lot of things, but the thing that I understand is that is certain celebrities who I call media controllers. You would not see them for a time period, then they will come back out. And I said, I promise you, if they're coming out, they're going to release something. That's right. it. And then once they do, they're going to do back. their do, they're going to mm-hmm. do their tour, and then they're going to disappear again. Yep. You're going to be like, where the hell they just go? But uh, the reason but, why I like Kanye, Kanye, he he's he is different. Mm-hmm. He doesn't stick to what's one particular genre of anything. It, there you Kanye, go. Kanye... Just he's just so random. Mm-hmm. It's random. Like he put me on to the last to um, Kanye Sunday service. Mm-hmm. When I tell you I love the Sunday service, quiet dude. I was listening they to them this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they, dope, they are dope. They dope. He, when he remixed, did you see when he remixed Roddy Rich's the box? Um, the the box. box. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't wait till they come out with that. They, oh, need, man. they need to drop like every other month. The way they doing remixes, they can drop. Every oh my other god, month. like yeah. that rain. Oh, they man. would get my there's support. A, there's a, uh, WV. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. the week, oh man, yeah, yeah. they Let definitely. And that's what. It's dope. What was that, Nana? It's bromance over here. I'm loving it. <laughs> you called it bromancing. Mm-hmm. You are such a yeah. I'm not. I love this. You three are. black men who are connecting. Sister, you are. I said three black men who are connecting. I love it. Isn't you know this part of the whole conversation? Jerry. So we got your music, number. music, music. We got What's your the problem? I said is my hey. thing. Yeah, mine too. Like, kind like of I love playlists. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the other thing that I've gotten into now is like I'm a I'm a night person. So when it's said and done, me going to the gym late at night and just putting the playlist on. Thought, people out. always thought I was crazy because I go work out. Bro, nobody there. Are, I can get crazy? on every equipment, just right. dance. Like I probably look crazy as hell while I'm in the gym because whoever is in there Jerry, checking the door, I'm Jerry gonna be like, like that dude in the gym with a headband on and his socks and his shirt off and his shirt off in the gym, <laughs> walking backwards on the treadmill. <laughs> like sir, you sir, sweatpants. Yeah, they already here looking like Chris Paul. What gym stays open all night? Lifetime used to be open 24 hours. Yeah. They close at 2 no, they close at 2 a.m. now. Uh, for safety reasons. That's real dope. That was 2 a.m. And they gym is nice. And oh yeah, it's a member. When I moved here, she was trying to sell me a hundred and seventy dollar membership. Guess where I went? LA Fitness. I can't do LA Fitness. I like LA Fitness. I use Lifetime is an experience, people. It's an experience. It is an experience. Lifetime is an experience. You have to try it. It's they dope. massages. Hey, massages. Oh, you know, when I first walked in and I saw this little salon with the Golden Girls in there washing yeah. and shampoo and hair and stuff, I said, oh, hell oh, no. But if you go upstairs to the weight area, you see real athletes. Like, Lifetime is. It's not like a groupie. It's not like a groupie. It's not a groupie. No, 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 no. But I'm saying when I say real athletes, I'm talking about people who are real, like, Working out, they don't have to be famous. 
Lifetime has a, it's an experience. Okay. So, oh, so we had to see looking at the people working out. Like, I'm, I'm not, not here for that. It's an experience. No, no, no. no. What but he makes it look as if lifetime is all about people who are just there to do aerobics and shit. None of us going to do a fruit smoothie just watching men work out over a horn. Jerry, I am so disappointed in you. They have literally. Don't worry, I'm counting for you. I'm counting for you. I think I just saw 49. <laughs> Damn. Then she'll take a, a facial picture on Instagram. Picking up all the shake weights. Right. right. <laughs> just so nice. Not, so not, 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 not a look like that chick that's standing in front of the mirror and take a picture at the gym. Hell no. No. Well, let me see your Facebook page and shit. No. You gotta, you do, you do. No, I don't. So you don't have like just done a facial. You don't have I a gym. I did a Oh, man, of did you see that shit? So you definitely did a gym when you go to the gym. No, I don't did take you see that shit? Out. What? Nazem with the greasy face. Mm-hmm. It's a facial. There were serums on my face. What was it? Serums. Oh. Uh, uh, That's like, what you do with facial. Was it like a chemical pill? Yeah, like a chemical pill. Yeah, it did. It's a shiny cup. Like you just rubbed it in. He rubbed it in. Oh, my God. You need to try a facial as well. Yeah, I should. You should. It's really good. Men do it, too. I wash my face like that. No, 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 no. But it's huh? more than washing your face. Nah, you I don't, don't wash, wash my face every day. What? No. You don't wash your face every day. No. Why not? I don't know. Because when I do, it breaks my, my skin starts getting bad. I don't know if it's the soap or if it's What kind the of soap water. are you using? I use dial on my don't body. Don't tell that man no black soap either. Use black soap. I use dial on my body, but I use Black soap is not trash. Watch your mouth. I use shit, that on my face. Um, I don't know. I think it's black owned. What is? It's like a body wash type thing. Uh. Comes in a big bottle, purple. Oh, they got mango, purple. peppermint. They got a peppermint one. Yes, that's what I was. Um, Dr. Bronner's. Yes, I love it. I was, yes. yes, I love it. Yeah. Dr. Bronner's is the bomb. Dr. Bronner's is the bomb. It is so bomb. Especially with you not having no oh hair on your face. Are you having an orgasm? I am. It is so bomb. Yeah, Get the right. lavender one. <laughs> bathe with it at now, night. She came up with this new one. It's like a. Mango, I think. Mango, I've seen the citrus, almond, I'm so lost peppermint. In situation. Can we do you know, to what we talking Jerry, about? Do you know Dr. Bronner's? I've, I've heard of Dr. Bronner's, but I use one that's called Uncle Jimmy's. And Uncle Jimmy's crazy enough to say that. Well, that, shit like some, that shit sound like some barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> you know that barbecue sauce on your face? It does. Uncle Jimmy's. Uncle Jimmy's. That mess is amazing on ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you can wash your face with a hand. Put on your ribs. Nigga in the shower eating ribs. That's a dry rub. You got Dr. Bronner's is good. Peppermint. Yeah. See? Oh, you, ain't got no, you ain't got no facial hair. <laughs> 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 my wife used it and she said it made her shit tingle down there. It's one of those like... I mean, it shit tingle down where? Down what there. The because it's peppermint. See, it's peppermint. Not, not you know when wind hits peppermint, it, it's another... No. When wind hits peppermint, it's another sensation. I wonder if it make nipples. See, I was about to say something. No, never mind. I'm just saying you didn't have a picture. <laughs> the, 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 the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. I was about to go far. Do not fall for it, Jerry. But I'm saying, think about your face and then <laughs> go the Go towards the light. I'm trying to. Go towards the light. Feel that open up. Yeah, you See. open up. Okay, so my next question would be. What's oh, good? boy. In, in a perfect world, in your world, how do we change the next generation? What are the steps that we can do to change the next generation of men to become more mentally stable and more healthier, responsible men? I think just being able to speak. Like, I think just us talking about it more mm-hmm. and just being able to converse about our problems helps us out more than I think a lot of us realize. I think um, a lot of times the problems that we've really had the most about is that we just had to pent it up. Like, we just 
pushed it down and then just kept moving. And like my, like anybody would say is that basically pipes are going to burst sooner or later. Mm-hmm. So if a situation occurs and you just keep holding pressure this in, holding pipes. this in, there mm-hmm. you go, pressure burst pipes. So at some point, it's going to come out somewhere. My mom has always told me uh, with growing up as any, like when it comes down to it, is have a release technique. And your release technique can be basically you writing in a journal, you venting or just being able to like discuss it on a podcast or something to that matter or being able to just be able to like for some artists be able to create music mm-hmm. things to that matter mm-hmm. and you just have to weed. have that there you go mm-hmm. like sometimes like sometimes mm-hmm. I kid you not it was at one point where um I was in like like college when it came down to it and I would literally go to a local college and just sit by this lake and just write in a book and that was like the release technique that I just needed for that point and water is definitely something that just helps me to relax sometimes ask him how he release oh my god Brian <laughs> How do I release Brian? Brian You said Don't say no gay shit you <laughs> How do I release Brian? <laughs> You're like He told us numerous times <laughs> No man what? That bathroom looking like a Jackson Pollock um, picture some, I annoy- I, some annoying old I don't jack off that much no more I told you I've been trying to quit Phil <laughs> Help me in my rehabilitation <laughs> I was addicted at one point. Help me. He has been delivered. Brian, don't don't call me an addict anymore. I'm not an addict anymore, Brian. I was a a a soul a couple of years ago. He was a change actor. I'm a changed man, Brian. I'm not a perv no more. No, I'm not. I have been delivered. So you think jacking off is being a pervert? <laughs> Do you? Shit. Do you? No, that's not. It's not a perverted act if you're doing it by yourself. Who else would you, you do- be doing it? With? <laughs> no, but there's. Some Which, people- is, is it bathrooms? Pee Wee people- Herman was doing it in the movies. Pee Wee Herman. He was. But he went to theater. a triple X movie theater. He was like, by, and he was by. What himself. do you think people are doing in a triple X movie theater? I don't want right. to know. I've never he been in a triple X. I haven't either. But I'm just saying, if I go into one, you best believe I think them seats are dirty. Like for sure. To be truly honest, I'm not even gonna sit down. You don't even go. That's like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, Charlemagne jacks off laying down. That's weird. That's <laughs> that is super, super weird. Not. Charlemagne, he said he jacks off laying. Uh, no, he said he's on his knees. What? He has what? to jack off on his knees, which is the he weirdest. He said that. Shit. He admitted to that. Admitted yeah. to I don't know. Oh laying down on your back ain't too bad. It shouldn't be no bad. I mean, yeah. except for the squirt back on you though. You know, skeet in your I'll face. Ooze down your hand. Skeet, yeah, because I don't shoot. I'm sque- I'm sque- yeah, I don't oh shoot. Oh my <laughs> god! Uh, it's squeeze. Oh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> now, go on so, with your perverted. How is jacking off being perverted? My taste buds are. <laughs> your taste. I'm, I'm just. I, I'm, I'm we talked about jacking off taste and, and, the, and masturbation. Laying down and 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 your taste taste on your knees. I mean, like I feel like throwing up on my mouth. Uh, so you never watched a man jack off? No, that does nothing niggas. to me. Throwing up in out of the seventy-four, I never. I don't have any desire so to watch any man. You must have been busy last last couple of weeks. It's been a very busy. It ain't been that long since we went from second season to first. From it's first been a very busy. So you're a nasty little Damn. scrollop. I am. Okay, call me scrollop, scrumptious, <laughs> scrunchy, scrumpet, whatever. Yeah, just the fact that you said us talking about jacking off. And, and the fact that you said your mouth. taste buzz and you kinda, said you uh, threw up in your mouth, which means. kind of South Atlanta. That just shows where Ooh, y'all's minds are. No, where your mind was. Anyway, Jerry, going back to what we were talking about. Yeah. Season two, me, though, they have not changed, ladies um, and gentlemen. I don't know. Cause I like to hear, you know, now that I go to therapy, you know, we always know the answer. Yeah. Um, we think we, know we think we know the answer no. But for me now I just like to hear it out loud mm-hmm. I like to hear myself say it out loud 
when I know something is going on or say it, I'm feeling some type of way. <laughs> feel, I, like I feel like you wanted to say something, say it. I'm like, oh, you already, you attacked me for not having a beard and I feel some kind of way about it. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm I already go through depression I and stuff myself. And for I you apologize. to say that oh. I don't have a beard and that I'm not trustworthy if a nigga see me walking down the street that they can't trust me because I don't have a beard. Would you trust you walking down the street? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they make beard. They grow. Maybe they make beard grow game. Yeah. They definitely think you know what? a whole beard grow. No, it's a beard whole grow. beard thing that you <laughs> put on. Well, you know what? Maybe Not I, just start our own like, you hey, that I'm nigga. on to something. Beard grow. <laughs> but I'm beard think, grow. But you know what? If I had to order one now, it'll probably, no, that's it'll probably have to come from China and it'll probably that's get held up in customs. Man, that mess will probably be here in June. A lot of people say it does. I have a lot of people say it does. So fight me. Huh. Have you tried it before? Yeah, try Why don't you try it? Try I a kaleidoscope. Try it right here and it start growing. Kaleidoscope drops. Mm. What is it called? Kaleidoscope drops. How you think I look with a beard on now? I think you I'm should go get think. one of those. I don't beards. know if I would. I don't know. I mean, if Shaq can grow out his whole hairline, I know I can grow a beard. But you would be irritated. You wouldn't be able to do it. You don't think so? No, because you, you'd have to give it a good month and you have to be in the office. So that awkward. Not if you go get a fake one. They have fake ones that they put on people now. So he, you want to? I should start. I can always start. Just to see how he looks for a double one first, and then that would be so weird. Go full beard. Yeah, because both you and Jerry have have a beard. Jerry's beard is thicker than Mary's. It is. Yeah, but but you shave yours now. Jerry going. Yeah, Jerry keep letting his grow. He gonna have that Ross. Rick Ross. I don't want mine. I want mine to kind of like lay down. Actually, like like Peter's. I don't know. I like that nigga's beard. The gray lay down. You got a crush on Peter, nigga. His beard? I got a crush on that nigga's beard. If I could just take his beard and put it on my chest. That's a real, see, a real man, that's what we talking about, can admit he got a crush on another nigga. <laughs> yeah, Brian. I said his beard, fam. See what's happening already? <laughs> man, Woo! I said his beard, fam. Yeah. That's what that's what you coming here did. You bringing out all kind of emotions. Hey man, I mean, us, it, it ain't and nothing. we admitting all kind of things. Yeah, I don't have a crush on another Confessions. man. Confessions, yeah, same Usher. Nah, 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 I don't have herpes. I don't know about you. Since you can't grow facial hairs, you might have herpes, bro. That's I didn't want to allow you to grow. He's got beard envy right now. You know that, right? That's why he's mad. That's what that is. is. Maybe you should bring in some of your kaleidoscope drops and see if it'll work. I don't think it works on bald. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have some hair up there. You he know said, what I'm I don't like, think it works on bald. <laughs> he emphasized the bald. And then you be an ass right now. Nah, this shit is like butt, butt baby smooth. You feel me? He's so got I some think hairs. it's gotta have the drops gotta have something. Let, let, let me see. Listen, you gotta dial in the number AOD village because I'm gonna need to call these people. <laughs> <Phyllis. laughs> <laughs> Take time right now, just calling the AMD. Yeah, yeah, like, man, it might, might, you might go into depression. Oh, man, you will have them on Amazon trying to order a beer. I'm be standing on my balcony on he the road. I would love to see you the weekend we go to Trampeze, dog. You should order a beer and have your, your I bet your barber could do it. I bet you he could do to it. To draw in that shit? No, 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 a, no the fake, fake beard. beard. 
You know the man, dude. I bet you he can order it, man. Home, boy, he gonna be like, man, you tripping, bro? It's trash. He ain't gonna I know. Can't see it. Just I cannot it see it. Take one picture. Fuck it. Let me go on here and see if I can order something off Amazon. <laughs> now, have you bought the dude? Because he gonna know the right beard to get. Because he gonna know. I think it's like certain grades you gotta get. No, no, what's the grade? Did you say my hair was with a C four? You're like a four B four C. Okay, four B. I'm limited. Four B beard piece. <laughs> Back to mental health, man. We on yes. Out of time. Oh man. Any other questions about mental health and black men? No. Anything you would like to say? Um, I appreciate y'all for having me on here, man. This okay. has been the most entertaining. Have you thought about doing a, your own podcast? Actually, I am putting together my own podcast. Okay, good. So um, that's good. It'll be more discussions of yeah, black men talking hug. to other people. Black yeah, men need it. Hey man, go. I'm down to come, man. You know. Yeah. Oh, like I, I got y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But that is definitely that's a podcast that is definitely needed. Yeah. And if I knew more about it, like how could I get certified to be like a life a, coach? A life coach. Yeah. Um, for myself, like I'm actually just taking courses online, so okay. I looked at classes. Organization. Thing. Uh, actually, I just Damn, found them on like aggressive. Nigga, <laughs> was it kind of aggressive to you? It's like what organization? Yeah. Nah, it's like. <laughs> Tell me, no, what kind of organization you like? We're just being honest today, bro. Man, I just want to let you know that my medicine a... probably wears off around this time. So oh, I'm oh <laughs> look at here. Hell nah, five point beard deluxe. Uh uh-uh. uh. Let me see. Look at that <laughs> shit. I told you, I told you, man. But for what real, type that of shit, face is that? Though? That shit make you look Amish. No, that shit makes you look like <laughs> a cut like a of. You feel me? The way you want it. That looks like a mugshot. Man, look at me. I'm getting no, and that's not your hair type. I'm that's like a three A. That's, that's that's a white man hair. I'm looking yeah. black man beard. You need that nappy. A beard. This that kinky curly. I'm a red beard. A red head. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, please proceed. I want to look yes. like Moses. <laughs> so the aodvillage.com. Yes. Mm-hmm. Aodvillage.com. They actually um, are Aod Village. You can find them on Instagram. Uh, Facebook as well. Um, they have a group discussion for black men um, every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Uh, definitely feel free to check them out. Uh, Serenity SerenityToday.com. We actually have more information when it goes to online. We have a, a, a list of numbers people can call if it goes to suicidal hotlines, to uh, even the LGBT community, everything else that, that pertains to it as well. Uh, Are you part of that discuss. community? Not at all. Okay. No, I feel you. Make sure you put all of them. Jerry's you know I mean, happily I, married with a nine-month-old daughter. Dang, but I mean, when it comes to this business, business out there, the I'm just he solidifying. He might be single on this podcast. He's not single. He He's married. He can to be single. He is not single. I'm definitely not single. Thank <laughs> you. I'm going to put that on there for, for his wife. He's sitting there like, um, right. he's not single. I was just fucking with him. Nah, you're good. It's a second. She's she's in one. She's on one. But, check but this I out. tell people like so, this, like when it comes down to it, everybody's dealing with it, and, and I support anybody black. I don't care what's your sexuality, what's your yeah, political facts. standpoint, what's your what's your religion, anything to mm-hmm. that matter. If you're looking to get help and you need help, then get help. Like I don't care about anything else when it comes down to it. So mm-hmm. where are you taking the life coach line uh, classes? I mean, I just went on Udemy. So like I'm you going did to did me. Yeah, you did me. Like you can actually oh, go you on. Did me. Um, Udemy and they have online courses for a lot of things okay. but you can actually go in there uh, register or actually sign up and pay for it for certain say that one more time Udemy how do you spell it how do you, oh, I'm you from South d- Carolina Jerry my bad bro no y'all both was talking at the same time U D E M Y okay yeah I do want to so, let y'all niggas know um, he's born in his beard uh, no I was reading online too when I was looking at beard mm-hmm. so the um, coronavirus beard sanitizer sales have spiked 
after NEH urged staff to shave. So you it's niggas, part of a scare tactic. So you so niggas need to go get, both of y'all need to go get some beard. This shit's true. Some beard sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So have you noticed that every time, every election year, something comes out? Dude, gas prices went down. No, no, I'm talking about some type some of, type of, of um, virus, virus Zika, yeah. Ebola. You notice all that, and all of those was on election years. And 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 last night because of uh, Biden's um, big victories in different mm-hmm. states, the stock prices surged mm-hmm. last night. Thirteen hundred points. See, that's that bullshit. All of that stuff. Everything it's starts to happen around the same it's inevitable. time. Mm-hmm. Even though I think coronavirus was man-made weapon of mass destruction. Of I'm course. telling you, it is a. Um, you know where they saying it's coming from, though? The animals that they eat in China. So, like the bats. They said it was like it was a disease in an animal. It is. It is a disease that's common in animals, and mm-hmm. somehow, maybe due to human consumption, quote unquote. Facts. Spread. But the thing that people need to realize about what's considered a coronavirus is that it's a different strand. Yeah. Like coronavirus actually is the common cold. Mm-hmm. It's the flu, it's, it's mm-hmm. influenza, well, influenza, mm-hmm. the flu, um, things that matter. And COVID-19 is the actual cause. Strain. The strain of it. The strain so of So a lot this. of people is like coronavirus and then they're looking at, I, like, I'll be honest with you, the only thing that gets me every time I see it and I, like it's one of those times where you see a meme and you just pull back because you're like, I you know saw what? your meme the other day. I don't need to say it. Oh, you talk about with people freaking out about the coronavirus, but they ain't using condoms still, even <laughs> right. though HIV and AIDS is over here running Facts. rampant. Like, it's like, I, like oh ah, I gotta wash my hands, but right. I'm gonna go fuck raw though. Like, this yeah. don't make no sense. I'm gonna fuck my 49th person raw. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, okay. Facts. But no, when people are looking at the Lysol can, they looking at it as like the Lysol can says human coronavirus. I was like. It's just saying that it can kill like the common I'm cold, cold. Mm-hmm. flu, yep. and they'd be like, "Man, it, they have already plotted this." And no, it's it's a Simpsons it's did like, though. No, crazy enough to say Simpsons somebody changed the um, the imagery to say coronavirus, but it actually says something else on the actual ah, episode. Okay. So they, they predict a lot of shit. Yeah, they do though. They mm-hmm, do the Simpsons. Yeah, he's they a time, y'all think he's a time traveler. I don't know, but he predicted predicted that Donald Trump shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. many 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 years ago. Many years same, ago. But like them, the same Escalade and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. How do you do that? I don't know. He did, he's done a couple. He's done a couple times. He's done it about 12 times. <laughs> 9 11. Yes. Yep. I'm like, oof. Ebola. And that was real. Yeah. That oh, yeah. was really yep. Ebola. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that came from yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah. How's he doing it? He's a time traveler, man. I don't know. It's just all admitted. But I look at it like this. <laughs> I look at it like this, though. Just a. I guess you could say this is a, a smoke question. If it comes down to it, if it's already been predicted, who's to say somebody's not following it? Facts too. So, facts. So if he travels in the time, comes back and be like, "Look, this is the shit that's going to happen," and then somebody then you give votes, you give votes to the wealthiest people. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, let's let's implement that. We got to make this. We got to implement this to make sure this goes in the process that right. it's supposed to. Because so are you at actually the end, at the end of the day, this is how it's going to end? Because he's seen that too. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm. Right there. Let me mm. see your beard, bro. Knowledge. Man, look at that shit. He's about bro. to order it. How much is it? Boy, I don't know, boy. That's a nice beard, too, man. Boy, that beard, boy. I'll be oh, you got a crush on this beard. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 you got a crush, crush, crush. 
It's like, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. He has a crush on his beard. He ain't got a crush on some internet. Are you crushing on this beard? That's a lot of beard, though. But you got a crush on it to say, yeah, I want that beard. That beard kind of hot. I mean, it's okay. Admit it. Admit that the beard is kind of hot. Like Drake. No. Let me see. That Drake beard. That Drake check. I'm going to get that. I'm going to get me a beard, dog. Look at the Gene Wine beard. Gene Wine got that thick mustache. Yeah, he's got a lot of hair, though. But you have a lot of hair. It is dark. You got to dye it black. When I get this beard, I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to put it on. You got to get one that got a little gray in it, too. Because you got a little gray thing going. You do have a little gray on top of your hair. That's that wisdom. Sure. Right. (laughs) We all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jerry, we want to thank you for coming. Jerry White. I appreciate y'all for having me. Jerry White. At Serenity Today. Yes. That's S I R E N I T Y. Girl, look at you. Serenity. Look at you. Look at you. She come back smart. She done read books A, B, C. So, you know what we didn't do, though? We didn't do the shits. Hush. Didn't do the shits. Mm hmm. Well, the and shit's we didn't a, do a tree word. We didn't do a no, tree word. No, we're gonna try something different for this season. We're gonna do. You don't want a tree word? Yeah, we got a Columbia word. Columbia word. Columbus. Columbia. Oh, Columbia. oh, from Columbia. Columbia, where you're from? Okay. Next episode. Then we do a Kentucky word. word. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Since that's they like say that. we, so I already Col- got Kentucky word for you right now. I got All right, right go ahead. Do it. Word from, go ahead. You, you do your Kentucky word. I'm going over there. Going, going over there. Going over. Huh? So y'all you say know, I'm going do. over there. Uh-huh. We say we're going over. Oh, over. Over. I'm going over. over. Yeah. Which Did I say I'm right? Going I'm going over there. Over. I'm going over. I'm going over. I'll give you a word. <laughs> Why your voice changed, man? <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> gotta change. You can't say, <laughs> say it. That say shit got out sensual. I'm going over. I'm going over there. I'm going over there. I'm going to my clothes. I'm going to wear my clothes. Well, use the word, Clement. Let me give you a word. Gator. What's that? I mean, after we say that thing, Gator, it's good. It's gator? Gator. Why yeah. Gator, though? Oh, shit. It's his word. It's, it's gator. gator. Say that thing, Gator. Like, like, a, fresh, a, like a fresh pair. Alligator? Like a it fresh, got that yeah, bite? Like a, yeah, it got that bite. Like a fresh pair of Gator shoes. That shit, Gator. Oh. What if you're talking about somebody's oh. twat? That thing. That's no, that thing. <laughs> that was somebody's twat. That thing. 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 Busting. Nah, no. You think 49 hour 49 she, I think it was busting? Mm. Yeah, they thought it was she gator. Had the, she had the gator over. Yeah, I had the gator, the gator over. Snapping. <laughs> <laughs> You're so inappropriate and disrespectful. <laughs> Which one of us? Both of you. Oh, okay. I didn't even say nothing. You were laughing. I, damn. Can't even fucking laugh. And it was Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, you did laugh. It's, it's your I'm very disappointed. Mm-hmm. Huh? It's your black pee buddy that was laughing. Yeah, I'm. S- <laughs> Where's the loyalty, Jerry? What are you talking about? The loyalty oh, lies beneath. Nana didn't tell you the time where she had blazer. Where? Yo, with the four. Who your blazer? Nana's got like four buttons on it. That's missing. No, no, it's just one. This just ain't buttons. Them shits. It's safety pins. It's a hook. Oh. <laughs> you don't know fashion. Well, you don't know fashion. She's out of France, and it's got like the pleats by the titties. Oh, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> oh it do. <laughs> Let me see the pocket. Leave, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. No, no. This has been a good alone. episode of Star Season Two, man. <sighs> Jerry, like a Jerry year. White. 
Jerry White. Yes. Like I said, thanks for coming. Man. Yes, I am. Yes. Mental. Appreciate it. Black Southside. men and mental health. Yeah. Southside of Atlanta. Yeah. What do you represent? What's your, where, where are you from there? Clayco. Clayco. It's Clayco. It's Clayco County, right? Clayton County. Clayton, Clayton County. County. Okay. So oh. That's where they say don't go to jail at. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know what? That's what I, 85 South. You ever watch 85 South show? Yeah. I actually just watched the comedy special D- on like YouTube. DC Youngfly said something about Clayton County a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. He said, you don't go to Clayton County. The police stop your ass for anything. Yeah, they say that. So Jay, I think you, you got been, a crush on, on Jay. You on been locked up? 85 South. <laughs> Have I been locked up? I've been Clayton County. They I haven't been before. locked up in Clayton County. Mm-hmm. How about saying dirty ass me? I have been yeah. locked up in Clay County. I did. I, I have been locked up. I got time. a little mad just now. Cops piss me off. Uh, Why are you it? against cops, man? Damn, shit, fuck it. <laughs> Where did came from? We'll leave it just like that. Yeah. Okay, and on that note, until next time, we out. One hey. queen, two kids. Yes, peace.